Hello, Polytopians. Thanks for tuning in to the Polytopian Times. I'm your host, Sam, and today we're talking about archers. I'm joined by Hawthorne on this episode. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. Hey, happy to be here. Just doing some archery last week, or a few days ago, so this will be fun. Uh, yeah, it should be a good time. You know, uh, gotta love your old uh, ranged units. You know, I, I feel like archers are often a uh, little overlooked when they oughtn't be. I, I totally agree. And uh, it's time for us to underlook them? Uh, something like that, yes. Along those lines. All right, well, uh, let's dive into it. So uh, we'll start off by taking a quick look at the archer's stats. Yes. So they cost, oh yeah, yeah. They cost uh, three stars. They have 10 health, two attack, one defense, one movement, a range of two, and the dash and fortify abilities. So there's a few important things that come out of that. So yes, they're weak. They have low defense and low health and uh, their attacks all right. It's the same as a warrior's at a range, but they are the earliest ranged unit you can get. And um, with the dash ability, they're the only ranged unit that can attack after moving, which is, I don't know, I always think it is uh, kind of crucial. It means that they get to have value throughout the rest of the game. Uh, what do you think? Uh, well, I don't think too much of them. I, I do know that they are, I, I can't, I don't remember if they're weaker than the mind benders. Just, just like thinking of looking that up. Um, but they, they are the, they are, in my opinion, the weakest unit in the game aside from maybe mind benders in terms of their defense. Uh, yeah. So, uh, aside from the hexapods. But yeah, they, they die a lot. Yeah. Which is part of why you have to be careful with the light game, but more on that later. Oh, so certainly. But, uh, you know, although they are fragile, they are kind of powerful in their own right. They're sort of glass cannons because, um, sure, they don't have any defense or health and they're easy to kill, but uh, they do the same damage as a warrior from a range. And in the early game, that is kind of overpowered, you know? Yeah, cannons is right if you have enough of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our archer spam is kind of untouchable. Well, in the early game, again, you have to uh, have enough of them that they can't be wiped out in one turn. But, uh, you know, once you get knights... Yeah. yeah, night falls for the archer. <laughs> yeah, every time. Uh, the the thing actually was I was doing uh, some archery earlier this week with a friend of mine, and mm -hmm. uh, apparently archers actually have to have pretty strong, like a, a pretty strong upper body. So all these like spindly armed archers that don't seem to have anything, not a not anything up on the chest area, not actually a thing. Uh, we were way i actually beat my friend at archery even though i um have not fired an arrow i think in like a year at least several years maybe even so oh, it was fair. good stuff but apparently it is a lot more difficult than you would think and i am very grateful to the designers of the game that you do not have to do anything with the arrows afterwards like pick <laughs> them up out of whatever giant grass or mountain or poison ivy into which you have shot them afterwards yeah saves you a good bit of time I don't know. Uh, you know, and then on that note, weren't uh, like um, medieval, the longbowmen from England, didn't they have like, uh, because they drew so much, they sort of got almost hunchbacked or something from their musculature? What? You hear about that. It's kind of horrifying. Yeah. Oh, it's uh... also kind of impressive. Like you, your shoulder is just so huge, it starts warping your muscles. Yeah. So, uh, right. in my opinion, the archers are best for, uh, they're best for supporting something you already have in place especially if you're going in the early game where presumably you're up against 
the, the early game units that you're going to see are going to be the Warriors, obviously, because Warriors. Uh, and then you're, all, you're also going to potentially see either Riders or Shields. Uh, maybe with the Venger, you'll see some Swordsmen, but, but they're weird. Um, they, it's generally going to be going to be Riders, Shields, or Archers. So the, I think that you're actually going to be a lot more likely to see Riders uh, already on the field by the time you get Archers. Which, since riders seem like the counter to the archer, begs the question, why? Archer, we have to ask you some philosophical questions, like, why are you here? Uh, the, the, main, the main purpose that I can see is, is being able to shoot over things. Riders actually do have a, although they counter archers, riders do not counter a combination of like appropriately spaced out warriors with archers behind them. Uh, archers will archer an archer and warrior combo will slaughter that chip absolutely yeah i mean that's that's what they're there for more than anything else archers are like your perfect go-to range support unit you know you bring them in a fight you need to add a whim on the move as they need to go and um i mean they again they're not super strong but you got like a just a couple of uh yeah. Well, they're strong in combination with other things. It's like it's like a it's like an you know a, a, a cute little mouse that has somehow the ability to destroy large buildings. You know, as long as you can hide the mouse somewhere behind a, in a crevice of a rock or something, like a hyrax or something, then uh, the Syrian hyrax, I guess, then you're pretty you're pretty much good. But yeah, they, on their own, I would not. It's not like warriors where you can just spam a ton of them and and yeah, who cares if they die. Uh, with archers, you do have to kind of have something in front of them. I feel. The yeah. other thing you can do if you're really uh, the other interesting thing about the archers, I think, is the because they combine dash and range. If you need to cover a large potential area and threaten multiple units at a time. And this, I don't know if any of you out there have played chess. But there's this concept in chess called forking, where you manage to threaten two different units and thereby force your opponent to, to react in both locations. Sometimes in the game, it can be very wise to get your, to get your opponent wondering, oh, where is he going to strike next? And the archers are great for that. They actually are, in a sense, they are actually more mobile than even riders uh, because they can move to and then also fire to. Actually, no, not more mobile than the riders because the riders could potentially attack a unit that is five tiles from them, but close. The other thing about the archers too is if you have enough of them combined with warriors, two archer shots are gonna kill one warrior. So a warrior could come forward and then when you attack the archer, when you attack with the archer, the warrior could do nothing. Uh, there is, there's actually a term for this that I, I may have seen floating around a wiki or two, which I really liked, called safe damage. Uh, it is the most annoying type of damage for your opponent, and it means any damage you can do that does not have a counterattack. So archers are the first unit that you, the earliest unit you can get in a tech tree where you can attack without getting a counterattack, other than the whole freezing thing with Polaris, but we'll, we won't get into that yet. Yeah, and I mean, you're not, you're not wrong there. That's uh, exactly what they're ideal for. Now, um, the other thing that they're kind of useful for is countering the strong units you'll see in the uh, late, early, in the early mid games. When you first start oh, seeing yeah. defenders and stars, giants. giants, that's where archer spam is most effective because you can. Do they do they really counter them. swords? Do you think? 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. You see, if you get enough of them and they do damage from a range, all they have to do is weaken the sword before it gets a chance to get close. And oh, they that's cost. true. And you can afford to lose. You can afford to lose an archer. I mean, um, at the end of the day, three archers or sorry, two archers, is the same cost as one sword. Uh, about about. Yeah. yeah I figure if you only if you only lose if it takes two archers to kill one swordsman and you would lose one archer, then you come out ahead. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you can produce three archers and kill one swordsman before they get in close, you don't need to make more archers until they get close enough to do some real damage. You make yeah, that's right. Units. Three, three archers is like that's like the ideal number to kill any unit in the game that's not uh, any unit in the game that's not a giant. Yeah, and that doesn't have a defense bonus. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. If they're like sitting in a city behind a wall, you know, at the swordsman, you might have some trouble. Yeah, if it's an archer, on the other hand, you uh, might giggle to yourself before you let loose your little swarm. <laughs> Yeah, the other thing I've noticed with archers is uh, if you can get a defense bonus, um, that can actually help you out quite a bit more with the mm. archers than perhaps with other units. Like if you're, the other thing is too, is if you're in an area with a lot of forests, um, it can be very easy to get the archer along the, along the way, kind of a little sidestep along the way to getting your, um, to getting your little wood chopping things that I, lumber huts. Yeah. That, yes. And I mean, it's the last uh, defense bonus you uh, you can get that uh, that quickly. I mean, you, you go for the forest defense bonus, I think, more often than the mountain defense bonus, because there's generally more forests on the map, more to leverage for that. And like you were saying, especially with like, I mean, archers and uh, riders primarily, as far as like early game military units go, because they're just so weak. They definitely, more than anything else, need those defense bonuses. You're right about that. I mean, even warriors can benefit from it, too. So there's always a benefit to getting the tech if you're ever, like, on the fence. Because, I mean, a warrior with a defense bonus is something that a knight can't one-shot. And that's could be enough to break a persist chain. Oh, yeah, that's right. Breaking those persist chains, that's one thing the archers, unfortunately, even with defense bonuses, cannot do. But yeah, a war mixing them in with a few warriors can be a cheap way to to get get your opponent's knights to have to stop and then get shot a bunch with the arrows. Uh, again, this is the kind of strategy where you have to have a mindset of attrition, uh, which not everybody has. Some people are like, "Oh, I have my five hundred units and I love them all the same." Um, I, I am not one of those people. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, at the end of the day. They're, uh, they're little guys that hatch out an egg, go off to die, and then another brood gets hatched. You know? <laughs> yeah, another brood. Yeah, <laughs> have a, a, somebody's, uh, somebody's thinking of uh, Symanti there. Um, Symanti, don't, they, don't, they don't have archers, though. Well, I mean, they have the Fichi, which are like this sort of neo-archer. Yeah. What are, what are some cases, a lot of cases that you've seen where people... Uh, where people like should be using archers, but they're not. Have you oh, noticed anything like that? Oh, definitely. Especially in like the the early game, you'll see it a lot. Where like, okay, so you're you're in this warrior conflict, and you're just spamming out warriors into the. Oh yeah, what's with people skipping straight to catapults? Yeah, I don't uh, get that. 
Yeah, absolutely. You just go for uh, archers first. And I mean, like, if you get a couple archers up to support a warrior fight, like you were saying, you just need to shoot an enemy warrior once and they lose half their health. I mean, it's a one shot for your warrior who will take no damage when they get the kill. So, I mean, you can sway an early battlefield to your side. There's a lot of people who'll be like, I'm just spamming out warriors. I don't think defense bonuses have any value. And I don't think there's any point in getting archers. And it's like, they're great for weakening cities so that you can line up a couple swordsmen again there, even in like the mid game. If you're not at the point where your enemies can rush in knights and you need to like get your two swordsmen into that city, one with full health, the best thing you might be able to do is line up three archers, shoot like uh, an enemy defender. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're great for that. Yeah. Anytime you need to siege somewhere, <clears throat> especially if mobility is an issue. That's their number one thing. Like that's the only reason I think that they hold relevance like throughout the game instead of like waning once the uh, mid game really sets in it's it's because they're the only unit that can run up and continue to uh attack at a range keeping up with an advancing offensive line you know obviously they won't be the best with cavalry but if you're like i need to just have a wall of swordsmen cut through things they're the perfect complement to that if you want those swordsmen some giants to do it you know it's slower units that they'll be able to keep up with yeah and and, and i think also if you if you notice your if you notice like your heavy units getting killed a lot, um, you could just stick a couple archers behind them and so that'll soften up whatever they're coming up against or make it very difficult for the enemy to, to uh, counterattack you. Absolutely true. And I mean, to be fair, there's one cavalry unit, I think that they uh, actually do pair fairly well with. So um, all they can support, you know, knights by weakening, a forward position they have to already be in place whereas i think with mm, riders because yeah. you know the riders can zip in and out again you can uh, use the knight or the archers to weaken enemies in a, a basically a kill zone that you zip your riders in along a road they get the kill and they zip back out and you can send as many riders as you need down the road while the archers just soften up multiple targets yeah archers are also like i would say i would say they're they're the best counter to mind benders that isn't catapults other than catapult like catapults are the ultimate counter of course but but archer like two archers costs only six and they kill a you know it it does the job they they kill a mind bedroom just as dead yeah and i mean it just takes one turn for him to shoot him down and at the end of the day they uh they only cost one star more than the mind bender so i think the economic loss is on the person who bothered to pop out a mind bender you know yeah, yeah, actually, and it's cheaper to tech up to, isn't it? Cheaper to tech up to the uh, to archers because you just get hunting and then archers, right? Yep. So... And I mean, technically, you get the philosophy tech bonus, which is actually fairly lucrative. But I think if you're already stuck in a fight, the forest defense bonus is probably going to be more valuable in the short run. Yeah, or or if you're on one of those one of those tiny maps that's all dry land, um, I actually just played a game against somebody all warriors. Uh, I was I was doing my only warriors thing, and archers really cut me down to size. It was it was very difficult. The only way I could counterattack was by just sending in masses of warriors that the that the archers couldn't mow down. It's actually another one of those. I gotta come up with a, a better name for this. It, it's one of those winner take all type things where if you if you bring more friends to the party than the other person, you're the only one that gets invited in. Right? It's it's that kind. Of, or you get you get all the all the whiskey. Yeah. Hey, you get uh, mass support. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's uh, it, there, 
in terms of having superior numbers, there is a geometric increase in, in the advantage that you get from adding on an increment, you know, incremental amounts of your, of superior numbers. Definitely. So if you, if you add two more, if you, if the other, if the enemy has, uh, you know, two warriors and you bring three archers to the party, you won't be getting, it won't be like you're getting, you know, nine versus four. You won't be getting nine thirteenths uh, advantage, right? You will be getting like, like 12 thirteenths advantage because of that, that winner take all thing. I don't know how many of you out there thinking mathematically, they're probably using, there's probably a much better way to explain <laughs> this, but that's how I think about it. Yeah, yeah. I guess um, for some simpler terms, um, if we want to put in really layman's advantages. Uh, so if you have units that live through an attack and kill the enemy units and they don't have any units, and then you move more units up to support them, you have yeah, more okay, units okay. than you started with. And they that's have a way no better units. way of saying it. Yeah. yeah. But you knew what I was saying. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Suffered through conversations with me, perhaps more than our audience has. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it was a very, very good point all the same. Um, now, uh, the other thing that I think archers are particularly good at is, um, so like if you're getting swarmed with boats or ships, they can be good cheeky little ways to, um, counter that at a low cost and even special units. So, you know, you might call me crazy, but like moonies and, um, some of the other freeze units that you really want to take care of from a range before they can get to you. That's where archers might be better used because you can always keep pacing back. You know, if a unit moves yeah. towards you, you can run away and then shoot. You can as just you kite them. Yeah. yeah. Kiting giants. Oh man. I love it so much. Uh, it's so great. It's Especially brutal. if you can slow them down, you know, don't allow them to move two spaces each time. Like, Oh, I'm just out of reach. Uh, <laughs> It's like an agon, my own little agon core all over again. Yeah. Um, the other, the one thing I will say that archers are really bad about is like don't use them to defend territory against ships. Um, I think you could use what you do. Don't don't stick them in place and then wait for the counterattack. Their counterattack is terrible. They are not ice fortresses. Ice fortresses basically the whole point of them is. Hi, I'm here. You have to attack me. But oh, when you do, whoops, you get attacked back way worse. Our archers are just no, no. You need to be in a situation where like you have roads and you're zipping them in and they're killing something. Not uh it's so, because as long as they can oftentimes they can make cost in terms of doing as much damage to an appropriate unit as they receive, uh, in like just one shot. Or as they cost, right? So if you if you do if you get one archer shot, one or two, if you get three archer shots per two archers on say a battleship, I feel like you're making cost. They're 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 making their worth there. Yeah, no, I'd agree. That's pretty uh pretty on point. What are what would you say archers are bad at, Sam? Ah, you know, defense obviously, obviously since they only yeah. have one. Defending cities in particular, sure they get four to five, but it doesn't matter because it's just their defense value is so low. Even at like what four, I think it turns into. Um, yeah, yeah, they just get murdered. You'd be, you're just better off with literally. Uh, well, almost any other unit. There's there's a couple that could be worse technically, but that's um, going to be I, hard to get to. I actually. 
actually, in a sense, they can be good for defending cities. And here is the specific sense. You, you stick a couple of them behind a city. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you ever have an ar- just have just built an archer and you're like, ha ha, defend to the last man, you can instead maybe scoot your archer out. And then when the unit comes in to attack the city, it will, well, for one thing, if it's just out of range where it has to attack move, into the city, you know, you'll save your city by leaving it empty. But uh, if you have multiple archers behind your city, you can actually, and you kill it with an archer, you won't be attacked moving into your city, and you won't have a hiring freeze for that turn on your city. So that's actually one thing that archers and catapults and, and any range you really have in common is you can you can kill units that are sieging your cities without you know losing your production for that turn. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I mean, we might as follow up on the one last um, ranged unit that's sort of an archer. I mean, speaking of hiring freezes, do you uh, want to talk about the ice archers? Oh, I, of course. Uh, you love uh, of course I do. Well, I'll, I'll just, I'm going to have a separate episode on ice archers. since I think they merit it. Oh. Uh, there is like, it, it's a whole, whole beautiful crystalline winter, wintry wonderland with with ice archers from the regular archers. Ice archers are relevant uh, any stage of the game. I think they're actually more relevant in the late game and are super underrated, and I should stop talking. Um, they're, yeah, so they're, they're different than regular archers. They have the freeze ability, which I, I think they might be the only one in the game that has this, where when they attack something, it freezes. Um, yeah, the only the other one, the uh, gammies have auto freeze. So yeah, when they attack something, it freezes. Uh, I think this is a super OP. I'm, I'm really surprised it hasn't been nerfed um, since I've been kind of abusing it. But yeah, they are they are very different than the regular archers. They get a yeah they they actually don't do any damage. Yep, which is but uh, they do all the damage to your soul as you watch your frozen unit slowly oh, yes. get crept up by a mind bender. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I, that ice archers can can never actually become veterans, can they? Because they don't do any damage. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I just that. realized that somehow. I think. Well, I wonder if if you were to mind bend one of them with a shaman, so you convert it, and then you boost it, and you were fighting an enemy who was like, say, an enemy fighty on one health. Do you think they could kill that with their 0.01 damage? boosted or do you think it'd still be way too weak oh that's a good question i didn't i didn't think about that yeah you can boost ranged units can't you yeah i guess i've just never literally never actually done that i've seen two two other users really use archers masterfully um one of them was one of them was a was carl you you know who i mean who used it against me as a simanti and it was devastating he had shields and archers uh, sometimes even warriors and archers, and and it was it was very different. This was in the days of the uh, oh oh wow why oh wow barter has the most forests and they can harvest them for two stars each, and like have a giant in uh, have a giant by turn like nine. But they they what he would do is he would make a line of whatever his most defensive unit was, and then have archers behind it. And normally you go oh, we rush knights, but as the same as you know you. You don't get knights. Sorry. So, you know, those lines, those giant lines of weak units really, really messed me up. He, it got to the point where he only had two cities in the map, a fully colonized map. 
Yeah. And was able to recover and win the whole game as a result of this. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Carl's a brutal player to play against. He is brutal. I I don't know where he comes up with this stuff. Um, and and another player is more recently, like I said, with my work where my warrior spam was countered with a mix with archers. And apparently, the mix with archers killed a a in terms of cost, proportionately double their their cost. Yeah, the archers just never die, so they just sit there racking up kills. Yeah, it was great. Well, not for you. No, no, but it was great to watch. Sometimes, sometimes if I if I know what's going on, it can sometimes be interesting to watch. You know, a, a tactic actually get used the way you expect it to get used. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, some, there's just like a little satisfaction seeing like something properly executed. I, yeah, totally. yeah. Like like somebody's actually someone on the other end is actually thinking. And that's one thing I, I gotta say. I hate about the AI. I, I really have to wonder like why it's. <laughs> Even even the hard AI is so difficult to use. Yeah, they are they are fairly simplistic. I mean, I don't know. I suppose one day they could update it. You know, that would be nice because um Yes. Yeah. Sort of, I, I mean, thirst for I thirst for challenge. The other thing is a more complex AI would kind of give me the ability to to prove to my brother that there is more to this game. No, certainly. Well, uh, you know, it's it's another tricky question. This game's got quite a bit to it. I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of different factors that make it uh, you know, a bit more complex than, say, something like chess, where everything's always set finite to an exact pattern that can always be easily predicted. At this point, there's so many different random variables and stuff that impact the gameplay. I think there's a little bit more variety there, at least. Yeah, and the board is generated randomly. The other thing is you can't see what the opponent, what your opponent is doing. And so, your opponent can like generate new units at will at different points in time in the game. They could rush something more powerful than you'd expect early on or might be underdeveloped late in the game that you don't realize. Yeah, or with, and with, when you have like more than just two players, things get particularly even, even more interesting. Like, oh, did they? I have, you have to plan for like a lot of different contingencies, I guess. Oh, Unless yeah. you're one of those players that play Cementi, in which case you just go hexapods all day. <laughs> Unless you're on looking a water at, looking map. at you here, Sam. Well, you know, I can't even I can't even bear to look at that at our our 900 dry lands. It's just too too sad. Hey, if it the, makes you feel better, I just got you a centipede, and he's gonna come and give you a hug. No, oh, he wants to get okay. so big. Okay, yeah, that's my, that was what I was really hoping for. Was uh, you know that you'd go with with a centipede there. Well, you know, like speaking I was saying, speaking of taking some some dark pleasure in watching watching your your cities get destroyed in the appropriate way they were supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, maybe I should build some archers. You know, actually try try Carl's strategy. See if that works on a nine hundred dry lands. You do have some warriors left to uh, serve as a little meat shield for a bit. Yeah, keyword being meat, not shield. I think. Baby, oh, yeah. You should ask uh, ask Chevy about the the game we just had against Simanti. It was it was bad, Sam. It uh -huh. was bad. Was that the one, one of the one up? of my worst losses I have I have ever had? Oh, I was trounced. Chevy's even with he, a lot. yeah yeah he uh, I don't know how he did it. I got. You can't review games or anything, but I'm like reviewing it in my memory. I thought I timed everything perfectly, but apparently not. 
I did my my little one of my little tricks is on a tiny dry lands. On dry lands, explorers are your best friend. They are so great. Uh, like I did a turn, and on a tiny dry lands, you know, or tiny, tiny anything really, actually. No, not not tiny anything, but like tiny normal, tiny or normal, um, tiny small or normal. You want to do, I, 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 it's often advantageous depending on the number of players to do a turn zero explorer, and it's great. Yeah, it can be quite useful. Um, honestly, it it's one of those things where. Um, like as long as you have enough players to maybe run into the yeah the perks from running into them can more yeah. than make up for it. Yeah, more and, than make up for the loss of income. Yep. Yeah. Although I suppose if you're on a massive huge map like a 900 tiles or something, it might be if you to do a workshop in your capital and then I always think yeah. like city number 2 is where you do the explore. Well, mm, there might be some exceptions to that, but I don't want to go too far into it. I, I did want to go back to one thing here before we close. What is it with people rushing catapults and not doing archers? I, I keep seeing this. Um, you know, it, you got it, me. It's not even a good idea most no. of the time. They're stronger, sure, but they die just as easy. If Oh, actually, easier. They have worse defense because they have none. And, I mean, they have to set up to attack. They don't have dash, so I'm with you. Like, sure, they're stronger and they have more range. Good luck actually getting to leverage that more than once, right? Yeah, one of the, one of the weirdest games I've been in. The other thing that this is this is the other thing too is if you are really rushing catapults hard, like like not building a second warrior hard, uh, and and you get catapults, hooray! The next person that discovers you is also going to get catapults. Well, um, know, don't they have to have uh, forestry joke. first? What's that? Oh, they'll have to have forestry first, or else oh, they'll just right. wind yes. up with one of those with forestry that's true but yeah you're giving away if you know and especially if they're forward settling you they may have already thought forestry or are more likely to slightly so bad things yeah no that's absolutely true well i think that's pretty much all i have to say about uh, archers at least in polytopia yeah i mean that pretty much sums it up they're great support units they're going to be your most versatile ranged unit. They have value throughout the game just because they can attack after moving. They're, you know, again, in spam, they're great for murdering giants. No reason not to use them there. Man. Oh, and, and they're also good in alliances. Oh, if you yeah. have an ally and you want them to be the one to lose their units, you can just scooch your archers behind their units. <laughs> Absolutely. Free meat shield. Yeah. Uh, and for them, free extra attack. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't be upset if somebody came in with range support while I'm in the middle of a fight. Plus, archer, it's not like archers are going to be, you know, if they decide to turn on you or whatever, ar the archers aren't going to be a threat. So they're usually not as not as annoyed with seeing them in their territory. And it's hard, to, again, it's hard to capture a city with an archer. So yeah. great alliance unit. Absolutely true. Well, yeah, I think that does cover our little chat on archers, though. Yes, indeed. Feather in your caps, folks. <laughs> yeah, and uh, bolt sent through the air. Yes, but I had some quotes from this Zen book on archery that I probably should have looked up before this episode, but oh well, maybe next time. <laughs> oh, and now it's time for the archer challenge. Do oh. only archers. Try doing only archers, at least. Oh. Or almost only archers. That's no, like madness. don't do any unit other than your initial two warriors and archers or something like that. I mean, 
Okay, challenge issue. This one is. I, I thought the warrior challenge was at least somewhat feasible. Archers only. That's. This is going to be stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you have to win. It's, it's going to be bad. You're going to lose. Sorry. Yeah. You're going to lose with this challenge. The challenge is really a challenge of your pride. How much shame can you suffer for, for the, uh, for the sake of our podcast? I mean, we're we calling demand it a your challenge, loyalty, but it's more like a rigged carnival game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that. Alrighty, well, uh, it's been pretty good chatting about that. Next week we're gonna be hopping on to our riders. I know you're pretty eager to get to talking about those. Oh yes. Got uh, lots you can do with them. And, uh, well, until then, have a good week, Polytopians. See ya.